Welcome to another WriterCast. Join me as I uh, journey through the decades. Uh, I'm going to be talking about... Uh, well, I'm, this is my continuing effort to sample all the Heisei-era common writers, now that the Heisei-era has ended and the Reiwa era is upon us. This time I'm going to be talking about common writer decade, or decade, or decado. First of all, I'll be talking about the meta-information about Kamen Rider Decade or Decade. I'm going to say Decade, although I'm, actually I'll probably switch back and forth So as, as the wind carries me. So here's the meta-information. Um, Kamen Rider Decade had uh, only uh, 31 episodes. There were four movies and one special <laughs> that I'm unfamiliar with. The first episode is in, or I'm sorry, it ran from January 25th, 2009 to August 30th, 2009. So, Decade represents a shift. Well, anyway, I'm not supposed to be getting into the meta information necessarily, but uh, it does represent a shift in how Common Raider was done, how it aired. Um, but definitely in watching it, you can see that the way uh, that the writers executed is, is different um, from previous writers, and it'll really carry through, you know, with Double and the others. Uh, but anyway, the first episode was, was written by Shoaikawa, and uh, Ryuta Tasaki was the director, and that episode was called um, Writer War. And the uh, second episode is called The World of Kuga, and um, Shoaikawa wrote this, and Ryuta uh, Tasaki directed it uh, once again. Uh, the intro song is Journey Through the Decade, and uh, I happen to know off the top of my head that it's sung by Gact. And uh, the lyrics are by uh, Shoko Fujibayashi. Composition is Rio of, oh, uh, Deaf Spiral, who I- I'm unfamiliar with. Uh, arrangement was apparently uh, Kotaro, uh, well, a lot of different people depending on who, um, you know, where it was specifically released. But there's a Kotaro Nakagawa, and then Ryo, and then it goes on to different versions. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty interesting there. Um, let me see about the rest of the information I wanted to share with you. I was looking through the suit actors and found something interesting. Uh, Seiji Takawa plays uh, Kamenator Decade. Um, but Kamenator Kuga is portrayed by both Kenji Tominaga and Norihito Ito, which... Uh, Kind of seems surprising to me, but hey, you know, maybe they had different times or different reasons for him to be played by different people. I don't know. Um, but uh, I think that's it for the meta information. I'm going to go ahead and roll on forward into talking about the premise of Kamen Rider Decade. So the premise of Decade is that uh, <laughs> Sukasa Kyoda's world is going to be destroyed, and there are nine other worlds besides his that each has belongs to a common writer or a former writer and he is to go through these worlds and do something now, he doesn't know what he's supposed to do we don't know what he's supposed to do at the end of this episode two uh kuga decides that he has to fight him because he's some sort of devil um who will destroy the writers and actually they call out that he will destroy the other writers uh interestingly enough the guy who explains that to him uh looks is portrayed by Seto Koji, who played uh, none other than Kamen Rider Kiva, the previous Kamen Rider from the show. And um, he tells uh, Sukasa that he and his allies will preserve his world like on the brink of destruction and uh, save it for a while longer while he travels to the other worlds and does whatever he needs to do to save them. It, but he also refers to Sukasa as, as having forgotten something and... 
Uh, he doesn't really implore him to remember, but he asks him if he's remembered yet, and there's a whole big mystery uh, behind it. But basically, uh, he finds himself injected into the worlds of other writers, and he has a little adventure in them. And uh, honestly, I, I should have probably watched episode three, but my shtick here is that I'm just watching the first two episodes. But uh, I watched to the end because it didn't feel like it was concluded. And sure enough, uh, I should have... Like, the story concludes in episode three, at least for this little section of the show. So um, my mistake, too bad. It's kind of interesting. But still, based off the first two episodes, I feel like I'm uh, qualified to talk about, you know, what happened, what I saw with my own eyes. Okay, so moving on over to the cast, uh, we have Natsumi, who is a friend and a kind of caretaker to Skasa, um, and uh, she and her grandfather live and work at this uh, Hikari studio, and she kind of takes responsibility for the guy, um, but also pushes back against all his BS, um, and uh, I don't know, Skasa's kind of an interesting guy. He feels very out of place in the world, and he just kind of stumbled into their studio one day and has started living a life with them, wants to be a photographer to photograph everything because he's so terrible at it, but he feels like he's being rejected by the world because uh, he um, none of his pictures come out properly, which is interesting. And the dynamic between them is a lot of fun. Um, there's... Uh, she obviously cares for him, um, but there's like a... I don't know, brother-sister kind of very familial relationship between them, and, and he's kind of, he's not an idiot, but he's kind of, uh, I don't know, he's aloof, and he just kind of does his own thing, and she pushes back on him, like I said earlier, about that a lot, and, um, like, she kind of wants to try to force him to be, uh, you know, to act right, and uh, to, um, you know, not cause any harm to people, and so she kind of keeps him in check, and, uh, he kind of just goes off in these wacky, weird uh, directions and does kind of some unexpected things. So that's an interesting dynamic. Uh, but aside them, we have uh, an Onodera Yosuke, not a Godai Yosuke, as, um, <coughs> excuse me, who becomes Commander Kuga. And along with him, he has uh, his very own uh, special somebody who is a detective. Apparently, she's a blend of uh, of Ichigo and uh, Sakurako from the original Kuga, Detective Yashiro. Um, so she reads as older, uh, Yusuke reads as younger. Um, he seems to kind of be chasing her affection or something. Uh, they kind of have a weird relationship. Um, it's not too dissimilar from what's going on between uh, Sakasa and uh, Natsumi. And um, you got to see them kind of pair off, and uh, Natsumi and, um, and Yusuke had a conversation, and it was interesting because uh, I, as I was watching, I thought, like, wow, this is actually kind of deep for a kid's show, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's good um, that, like, they, there's subtext there that the characters witness while they're interacting with each other, and then Natsumi brings it up to him, uh, and then he kind of pushes it back at her. Um, which is a lot of fun. So I, I like the interaction with the cast. You don't get to see too much from her grandpa yet. Um, probably if I watched the third episode, I would have had enough to say about him, but I'm going to leave him out and just move on from the, talking about the, the cast. But I did like how everybody worked together, and um, <laughs> there's even like a, an instant dislike of Yusuke, uh, or from Yusuke towards, um, I was going to say Decayed, uh, towards uh, Skasa, and um, I understand it. He, he comes off as a jerk, uh, there's a, well, 
I guess I'll, I'll just use the uh, tame version of it, D-back. He, he, he does that very well. Um, so, you know, good job on Masahiro Inoue. Um, but, uh, gosh, it, it reads... I don't know. It's, he's got a weird magnetism and charm because, like, he should be so dislikable, but he's, he's kind of not. So, or you like him because he's dislikable. I don't know. The design work of um, Decade is interesting because there isn't too much design work other than Decade himself. Uh, we've got his gear here. Uh, we can see it, uh, like, in a ruined form and then in this kind of cleaned-up form when he puts it on, it kind of breaks the seal and everything, and he gets to put it back together. His belt has the symbols of the other nine riders on it, and then it's around the middle of his. And he's got this camera, and from the OP and stuff, like, it almost feels like the middle of that is the aperture. Um, but then again, he's, like, scanning cards, or he's pulling these cards out of this, uh, like, card holder thing that he has on his on his hip, on his left side. And... Uh, he pulls the card out from there, he inserts it into the belt, the belt kind of opens up, and then he closes it down over, you know, that lens area. Um, anyway, the, the design of his belt is interesting. It's very sleek, it's very reductive and minimalistic, and it feels like it uh, blends well with pretty much any design, other than the fact that it's, you know, a little techy. Um, but it kind of, it feels kind of like a, like Kamen Rider Black's belt. It feels kind of like Kuga's belt with those lights on it. It feels kind of like uh, Deno's belt or buckle, uh, as it's called in the episode, or the translation I got, and uh, which I like. I like buckle. That's cool. Uh, but then, like, his card holder thing turns into a sword, um, and it's got this diagonal slash through it, just like the X that he has on him, representing, I'm assuming, the number 10. And uh, just, it's a very cool, very fun design. Oh, and then his sword book thing turns into a gun, too. It compresses down into a gun, uh, which is fun. Um, another thing, there's a really uh, slick way. The way that they travel through the worlds is that uh, the grandfather pulls down these... Um, like backdrops for photography and it changes to look like the world that they are currently inhabiting or that he's you know going through um and the introduction to that from the end of episode two was great it, they just did a really good job it's sleek it's elegant and simple and uh i don't know i guess it makes sense and uh, i think i remember in kuga spoilers for kuga there's a door that takes you places and like you never see a CGI effect or anything on the other side of it, just like characters like slowly approach the door and they go through the door. Maybe there's a flashlight or something and then boom, they're through it and then they're into this other world. So that's, that's pretty neat. I like the boldness of him having a, a pink suit and the pink, white, and black uh, just all really blend well together. Um, like it's a weird design uh, and there's probably a lot more to say about it. Um, I mean, if I, if I were doing a, a weekly show on this, um, <laughs> you know, there'd be a lot more to say, but uh, gosh, it's just, it's really bold, it's striking. Um, it flows well. It's just, it's a really competently done and uh, I like it. I really like what they did. It's, um, gosh, so interesting and there's probably a lot more to say about it, but I'm going to go ahead and stop right there because I don't feel like I'm articulating it all very well, but uh, yeah, I'm in the decayed suit. Very cool. So my overall impressions of Decade are good. Um, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. It's a very interesting seeming show. And uh, based on these two episodes, I definitely at least want to watch the uh, third one to see how it resolves because there's a you know conflict brewing between um, Yusuke Okuga and, uh, and Decade. So uh, I want to see what that's all about and really get a feel of who the character is. But so far, it's interesting. It seems it's a really cool concept that he can become all these other writers and uh, use their powers and stuff. But, you know, the whole mystery about who he is and, you know, what happened to his memories and why his world's being destroyed and all that stuff. It's intriguing, um, engaging, and, you know, I liked it fair. Um, I wouldn't say at this point I love it like I, you know, like some other shows. 
but uh, really interesting, and you know, I wouldn't mind watching it and finding out exactly everything that happens. And it's only a you know thirty-one episode show, so that's uh, you know not too daunting. But it's it is something I kind of feel like I do want to watch a lot of the other writers first, which is you know kind of why uh, I'm doing this, um, not to watch Decade, but just to get a feel for everybody, and then um, you know go through a show like this or Zio where it touches on all these other writers in so many different ways. So that's the end of what I have to say for uh, Commentator Decade for uh, this episode of Another Writer Cast. So you can go ahead and check out more of my work on mjmunoz.com. Uh, please remember to subscribe and ring the notification bells if you really like what I'm doing uh, so you can get more of it every time I release something new. Uh, also, liking and uh, sharing this would be a huge help to me. I'd really appreciate that. Uh, you can also check out the other shows I've done. I've got other episodes of Another Writer Cast. There's a playlist you can see, and there's also a playlist for MJ Loves Toku, which is another thing I'm doing where I kind of randomly jump around and talk about different tokusatsu as it pleases me. If you're really, really enjoying what I'm doing and want to throw some support my way, you can visit coffee.com slash mjmunoz to do that, and I would really appreciate that. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say, though. Thank you for joining me here. Uh, don't forget, you can check the link in the description if you're looking at this on YouTube for the audio-only version of it. Um, and any other relevant links will be on mjmunoz.com. You can just search through the podcasts and find another writer cast there. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Until next time, be well.